for plebs, by plebs, dropping the Bitcoin only signal. Pleb underground. Welcome everyone to the Pleb Underground. Pleb Underground, episode 30. First they play fair and then they fight dirty. Trust don't verify applies to people too. How can you be certain who will come through and who will let you down? This world is too clown. In life, you only get what you put in. How do you know what's on good footing? What's truly stable depends on your measuring stick. You studied Bitcoin for hours, but when did it click? That with Bitcoin, we can finally make the net work. There are no tokens, just UTXOs on the network. No coins, but gotta keep your keys safe. The game's not straightforward, gotta hit the strafe. Don't expect to get rich quick. This ain't no woke Netflix flick. Now, Phil calls this a rap, but I call it a rhyme. I don't care if you clap, but the words should be on time. Herbal on tap, can't force it, no crime. It's as it seems, no trap, still got a way to climb. Sometimes my words are literal, but often there's further meaning, working towards that reciprocal but never reaching the ceiling. Life is what you make it, avoid being too terse. Self-custody, don't stake it, too much meta in this verse. The words that I type, you can't see the font, but they keep flowing freely like the water from a font. It's important to be real, don't put it on a front. It's okay to be toxic, but no need to affront. I'm always... I've always been a fan of etymology. Now my bar's got NGU technology. The realists know us hodlers set the floor. I'm not new to writing, but here's my first 44. 44 bars, but I'm not stopping there. Under four stars, and we're not copping share. Over more bras. Steaks, medium, rare. 44 cars, then they all stop and stare. Now that's 48 done. Gotta lift some weight, hun. Gotta stack them plates, son. Then you rack the day, bun. <laughs> okay, stop. That was 52. Couple more, they're swiftly due. Bitcoin's for anyone, it's simply true. But not for everyone. Some don't have a clue. Is he really still going? He's soon gonna trip. Little new li liquidity. There's barely a drip. Right here, no corporate-sponsored censorship. Each episode, we just let it go, and Phil cleans up the clip. Time to empty the clip, empty the magazine. This is real pleb media, not Bitcoin magazine. The SEC is coming for the unregistered broker. You'll soon see Ricky Hartin live in La Vida Broker. Keep stacking each day, just quieten your fears. Zoom out plenty, count not weeks, months, but years. Chill at the yard with your bread and bun. 64 bars when it's all said and done. Walton, that was absolutely epic, man. Freaking, I, I know, I call it a rap. I guess that just shows my age. <laughs> but, uh, man, I, I really got to hand it to you. It's really, really a great job. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I think it psychs everybody up. I mean, we have to we have to all work on that NGU technology in, in whatever, in something, right? Like, right. um I, I I like this little this little craft I've been I've been working on. Um, if if any of you out there appreciate it, um, yeah, good. But uh, even if you don't, I don't care. Like this is this is something I've been enjoying enjoying the process of doing. Um, yeah, w working on something little bits here and there. Um, it's in, it's important to have a few of these things in your life. Like you should be doing it for your physical fitness, um, something creative, something that's you know making some some income. Like you should have a few different pursuits. 
um and 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 work on yeah work on evolving them work on work on work on that ngu technology and so yeah 64 the the first of the numbers this week phil but what what are the rest of the numbers well before we dive into the numbers welcome back to the pleb underground all right we are moving on over to the numbers yeah the numbers of course brought to us by time chain stats and time chain calendar please check them out at the time of this recording, the block height is 780,182, the Bitcoin price 19,964. Sorry, that is the fiat exchange rate. Total public lightning capacity, 5,378.94, kind of at a standstill there on the, uh, the public lightning capacity, but we don't know what's in the private channels. Anyways, Moscow time, 5011, and the chain rewrite days, 738. Walton, those are some pretty, pretty grim numbers. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, one one thing on every week. one thing on lightning, and I'm marginally talking from well, I am talking from personal experience here, but um, the I'm pretty sure there was a, a DDoS attack on Tor, um, and just you know, there's shitty weather in the northern hemisphere, and so uh, people's nodes um go down intermittently sometimes um and so sometimes channels uh then get closed because people don't like other people's nodes going down that sort of thing um it happens to the best of us especially those of us that don't use a ups yeah and so actually like i've been i've actually been taking some funds off lightning because i've just not opened new channels i've just sent it to cold storage instead of opening another channel well, you and so, I should open a channel together. I don't know if there's a trend. Like, I, like I, I, I'm, I, I am, <laughs> I, I have no, I pretty, ha I personally have no impact on the the macro numbers of uh, Bitcoin moving around uh, in any <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. But maybe there are other um, Bitcoiners like me who were who were kind of aspiring node runners uh, eighteen months ago, um, or two years ago now even. Um, that have since gone actually um if you want to be a node runner you you do need to have some pretty decent um i'm sorry to be a um a routing node i should specify uh, to be a routing node you do need some technical skills um and it and it does require um time uh, dedicated to it on a regular basis um which not everyone um necessarily has um yeah, so i don't know I could, I could be completely wrong about this but um yeah no i i think you know what that that kind of speaks to the ux and where we are right now you know like a lot of times i'll log into something like you know my rtl interface it's less about ux sorry more about the fact that you have um there's competitive advantages to um to being a, a routing node if you have some of these technical capacities mm -hmm. and so therefore um you can make better yield in lightning um that's that is true i know it's a dangerous word right phil but like it's true um you, you're getting paid for you know for for routing payments um so wait a second you're, you're providing fees. a valid and, but, service yeah provide exactly but providing a valid service and getting getting paid for it oh my uh, God. In, in, a, in a competitive um I, I don't know if you can call it a truly free market but anyone can you know fire up a node and start opening some channels um the shitcoiners can really learn from lightning, huh? Is what you're saying. <laughs> uh, yeah, but like, like I don't know. Just leave it alone. Like, it, like I, I think, I think 
tarot is an example of shit of shit coins i think uh learning about lightning right like it i think one of the one of the problems that um is probably why lnd isn't the most stable um uh it's probably because lightning labs have been focusing on tarot and not focusing on lnd um i've 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 said this a few times um and i don't necessarily have much to back it up other than the fact that you know they were it's about incentives right that they were they're looking to get paid um take some of that you know cheap fiat money uh shitcoin money um tarot is a way to do it um you know what speaking of incentives right we're going to take a look at a video okay that video that was on twitter for a, a bitcoin ad and i think this is just absolutely amazing so here let's dive into it let's take a look actually i think i saw this because someone said have you seen the new bitcoin uh, ad i was thinking what right? do you mean the new ad like there's no central like group putting out bitcoin ads right that, that that's what we thought and yet somehow all right so here we go at kinetic finance put this out now i don't know did kinetic finance make this i don't even know if he made this but either way let's let's take a look at this it's one minute long and it is absolutely well i don't want to taint people's opinions let's see what they think. yeah i watched it and i couldn't believe it yeah right but leave us your comments in the show notes let us know what you think of this clip okay here we go this ad i should say what is this archaic system mother's maiden name evil wit you're telling me this guy is how things get verified that's my job i'm just saying you shouldn't have to buy ten dollars worth of gum if you just want 79 cents worth of gum why do you get charged your money to take your money from your account and if you're out of money they charge you for being out of money what an overseas transfer takes five days? Business days. Why? What are they, you a Zeppelin? I deposited the check Monday. But Monday was a bank holiday. Why is this the way it is? A bank holiday? This system What's a bank holiday? makes no sense. This makes no sense. Who designed this system? Is this really the best we can do? Hello? Don't we deserve better? So I'm convinced it's an advert for just some new bank, uh, and then you know they're they're pretending it's an advert for Bitcoin because it should be an advert for Bitcoin. It really is an advert for Bitcoin. Um, although we should actually say advertisement. This is a very lazy practice in the English language that has started happening, where people use the the verb as the noun instead of using actually the full noun. Uh, the same happens with invite and invitation. Uh, people say. Um, would you like an invite to, to this event? Um, they actually mean, would you like an invitation? Uh, invite is a verb, invitation is the noun. There we go. And now, please welcome my favorite spider. The best thing about Bitcoin is there is not one single insider. T, what's up, man? Yo, how you doing, brother? Yo. That's right. We've got Hoddle Tarantula here joining us from an undisclosed location. A decentralized liquor store. Decentralized liquor store. See, this is how we this is how we roll at Pleb Underground. Okay. Anyways, back to the video, which unfortunately uh Hoddle Tarantula did not see. Um, but we're gonna add our comments and then we're gonna move on to the numbers. So look, um, I gotta say that that video made me very bullish, especially right, the current landscape that we're seeing. Um, and I find it very I think that we should all be impressed at the fact that a video of such quality that was also entertaining 
and educational, let's be honest, because it's actually showing what quite a few people really do go through and think about the current banking system. Um, I mean, this was really well done and there is no Bitcoin corporation. So some individual or some company took it upon themselves do you not think my theory is valid, Phil? That it could be a, like a, a tr like a new bank ad that has then yeah. they just chopped off the thing on the end and put Bitcoin instead. I think like that to me that's that's pretty how it's op they've open sourced the 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 ad um, and turned it into something better. Um, so in the very much in the spirit of Bitcoin. I you know what I think you might be right. You know maybe that is what happened. Okay, so listeners, viewers, if you know more, please yeah. tell us. Find yeah. out. Reach out to the show. We want to know more. Yeah, we thank do. you. We, we want we want to know more, and we want to understand because I I do agree with you. I mean, that was incredibly polished, like way too professional. Okay, Hoddle Tarantula. I want to see this video. Did you, you? So you didn't see it yet? So this was this like ad for Bitcoin where they're basically just all these people complaining about the problems with legacy banking. Ah exactly right like it you know showing essentially people you know had, having a bounced check and then having to pay a fee for having a bounced check right the the current system that just pisses us off that that pisses us off so much and all these weird little well, you get fined for not having any money that's right so like how are you gonna pay that that's right or you have to answer yeah. a series of security questions to be able to move more than some arbitrary amount of money because they decide so, and then if you've moved too much of that money in the same month, bad, bad. Now you have to wait. You've hit the cap. You got to wait. And eventually their argument, their argument, Phil, is always, well, it hasn't happened to me yet. You know something? I remember thinking like that, and that is pure ignorance, because once it does happen to you, you realize how big and how terrible of a problem it was. I, I know this is going to sound stupid. I actually think I'm very fortunate that I had so many problems with the banking system so early on in my life. Like it started happening to me around 18, 19 years old. So I got a lesson really quick in how much you are not the customer. <laughs> you are not the customer. And they will not hesitate to freeze your funds. Even if you have absolutely nothing to do with the problem that occurred your account will be frozen and there will be zero fucks given um so uh, it's from the, the i think kobesi letter something like that the us now has a record 16.5 trillion in household debt 11.9 trillion in mortgages 1.6 trillion in auto loans record 986 billion in credit card debt total mortgage debt is now more than double the 2006 peak meanwhile 36 percent of americans have more credit card debt than savings with balances rising at the fastest pace since 1999 and this is all while mortgage rates just hit 7.1 percent and credit card debt rates hit a record 24.9 percent so we are literally fighting inflation with debt like that's that's not just that's that's households that's companies that's countries like n n no one has a has a plan here and they're all just pretending to those are some really brutal numbers and i, I think that that tweet hit the nail on the head i mean we are trying to print our way out of a problem that we printed our way into the, i mean it's full stop right there that that doesn't work I, I forget what the exact quote is but it, it goes something along the lines of the same mind that created the problem can't create the solution 
So that's Albert Einstein, sir. That's correct. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. See, Albert Einstein, he was right even back then. Well, I mean, he was right about a lot of things back then. But and yet, the brain—the brain is the, the only thing that named itself. <laughs> Word. But it—it it is. I mean, look, it is kind of strange, right? I mean, why? Why do we? Why do we even believe these people? I mean, we know that the money printing caused the problem to begin with. Why would we think that somehow printing more money and playing this, this, this like musical chairs game with the interest rates, why do we think that works if it's never worked throughout history for any extended period of time? Hey, be careful when you say we. I don't believe any of them assholes. Phil, I think it comes back to this thing people call cycle theory, right? And, and inclusive. Oh, sorry. Phil, it's about cycle theory. It's about the idea that, you know, good, you know, what is it? That good times create weak men and then weak men let bad things happen. And that's the time that we're currently in. And I think in general, if you look like a lot of these kind of monetary cycles match these, you know, uh, what's the term? Like general, like, you know, stacked generational cycles. So that that is kind of what happens, that it is it is the weak men that let the money get diluted the most. Um, yeah, I actually saw some slightly crazy chart the other day uh, that, that showed, and this is maybe slightly controversial, that, and I don't know why it didn't start before then, but from 1972 onwards, um, it showed essentially globally the world is has gone be, been run... Zero percent by women to now twenty percent by women uh, since nineteen seventy two, um, and I, I don't know if that is as a consequence of um, weak men. If there are no good men to lead, then then strong women will step up to to fill the gaps. Um, and you know what? I don't know what 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 are the consequences of that? Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, an observation gonna be a bunch of soy out there packing man that's that's the consequence of that <laughs> but no uh, you know what to, to, to your point right like that that is a very that that is a very deep and and kind of gray conversation because you know let's be honest right like we also had at that time the you know our we got taken off the gold standard so why does that relate to that? The World Economic Forum was created around that time. Like, there's a whole bunch. So, so I mean, I, you could argue that, that women in general have greater communist tendencies, uh, and coming off the gold standard enables more communism. Um, just, it's I mean, just a fact. The women are more caring, so like, so kind of, yeah, communist yeah, tendencies come hey. more naturally to them, and that's why they hey. make better mothers. Like, that's why they make better, you know, nurturers and this Yo. sort of thing. You just took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, you know, you got, different people are better at different things. There, yo. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, I, I think, you know, the, the problem, the main issue that we have, and, and we can see it, is is that the, you know, the, the work, quote unquote, the, you know, like the, the, the mother's work is not properly valued by society, not realizing that properly raising children makes decent human beings in the future, and this is what you want. And unfortunately, that somehow I, I think it has to do with the corporate-owned media Phil. and the narratives. Like it, it just totally got Phil, freaking. Wait, if you look into who who actually sponsored 
a lot of feminist research and kind of feminist publications. I believe Rothschild is part of that. Now, Rothschild uh, benefited from um, the debasement of the currency. For them to push feminism helps to gaslight the population into believing that it's empowering that women have to work rather than the, the fact that now both adults in a household have to work because inflation is so terrible this is what it's about guys like i'm I, i'm sorry extra, but it's it's just it's a money. fact like this is the <laughs> I, and it's 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 one that had me for a decent while right you thought okay yeah like yeah it's good women are do, women are doing things they're contributing uh you know okay maybe i'll you know i'll let i'll let some women split a, split a meal uh but wait it doesn't seem quite right well there's something wrong anyway yeah like I don't know. I think it's sad. I think it's really sad that, like, yeah, motherhood has has been demonized um, because the state wants to be mother to all. Well, not only that, but they essentially, if you really take a look at the the mainstream narrative, right? They, they've they've kind of like debased what motherhood is. I mean, dudes, and not that I want to get into this, but like, you know, dudes can't get pregnant. Let let's you know, let's just be honest. And the reality is, is that they're trying to feed this ridiculous psychotic narrative right to try to like take away womanhood from women like that like that's that is so strange and weird i can't i can't believe it's... anyone's falling for this crap so again i, I have a theory about this man. Oh, i have sorry. a theory about this if you kind of if you basically not ri uh, careful about the word here but if you if you um if you essentially you can kind of push people down. You can you can make people give up a little bit because they just think everything's a bit a bit ridiculous. You you can you can what's the term? I've lost the word, but you know what I mean. Like you can kind of erode people. Denigrate them. Yeah. Denigrate um, them. People's people like normal normal people with based normal people with based values um, are, are starting. Or many of them are starting to kind of question them because because they're they're being kind of beaten down and and increasingly um i saw some clip like the, there's a whole bunch of women that think that being a being a being judged or like judging others is the worst thing that like you you can be a complete fucking degenerate you can do only fans you can smoke crack but if you're someone else who's judging that person then you're worse like morally and i think this is the, a lot of the the kind of demoralization of bad behavior um is is being pushed by central powers why because if it wasn't society people would have to acknowledge how widespread swathes of mental health problems are and why and start questioning well why is that oh probably it's because nuclear families are falling down everything costs so fucking much so people can't support each other and they're losing their losing the plot uh, and they're taking all the drugs and questioning everything about their identity excellent good job guys like fuck this like seriously it's hey, Hoddle, Hoddle Tarantula, what, what are your thoughts before we uh, before we wrap this segment up? Dude, uh, it's... Uh, the state wants to be your mom. Plain and simple. Yeah, and, uh, and, uh, 
people, what they really need is they need daddy to come in and give them a spanking and let them know that personal responsibility is the way in the new counterculture. And that if you ain't on board with it and getting sovereign, you're going to get into our next segment, which is wrecked. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And so, la ladies, if you do need a spanking from daddy, please call Hoddle Tarantula and he'll be very happy to help you out. So. <laughs> awesome, awesome. All right, guys. We are moving on over to wrecked. Up next, we have Wrecked, sponsored by Represent. Represent are a phenomenal apparel brand from California. Um, that one of the last based companies uh, in that in that state. Um, they make some very cool stuff. They're owned by a Bitcoiner. Um, if you want to check them out, please head over to RepresentLTD.com, where you can buy um, some some great items. And if you use the code Pleb Dash Underground you get a discount mystery Ooh. amount so once again represent ltd.com check them out so for this week on wrecked we have uh, a few stories um i'm going to start with uh, some of the some of the funny ones i'm going to share a, a couple couple of little things here for you guys um and then we can, we can have a little chat about them um so um i, I like to just laugh at some, you know shit coiners or 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 fiat people you know it's all the same thing so first we're gonna laugh at peter schiff so uh in when was this back in january january peter schiff said that bitcoin has failed to live up the hype and those institutions that put a toe in the water last year are not likely to take the plunge this year most will opt to cut their losses and sell i doubt sailor and naib bukele have enough dry powder to keep the market propped up uh, and then a couple of months later naib bukele um, the, the president of El Salvador responded with, how's your bank going? Uh, of course, um, Peter Schiff uh, got, got rugged and his bank uh, was not doing too well. Now, next, some guy uh, spent a shitload of money trying to recover Bitcoin, um, uh, but actually it wasn't real Bitcoin. It's, it's fake Bitcoin, Bitcoin cash. He, he, didn't, uh, he, he didn't verify uh, what, what, what it was, or when he did, he found out that it was the Roger one um uh yeah wrecked so guys uh some some funny funny wrecked what do we think uh i gotta i gotta make a comment about the uh the the, the bcash guy I, th I think he's like 1.6 I, I think in the article it said he had 1.6 million dollars in in debt after this whole entire thing and all he's left with is a wrecked shit coin that honestly sucks yeah because actually like he spent money to try and recover something that he thought was going to be you know worth a lot of money so th this i mean this again right you know when, when we talk about the real bitcoin it matters okay it matters btc is not bch it's not bsv the stuff is garbage why does this happen it's because bitcoin.com is owned <laughs> by some of these wankers right oh, yeah, and exactly. so therefore they the, the affinity scam That's starts right. starts with the url that's right. It starts with the URL. It starts with the fact that, you know, in a lot of these people's Twitter bios, they put BTC and then they're shilling you some garbage that has nothing to do with Bitcoin. Um, you know, the the other tweet that uh, that you had there did. Uh, I don't think that problem has gotten solved with Peter Schiff's bank. I feel like that's still up in the air. Do you know? I think he's really off ship creek. Yeah, I kind of I, I kind of think so, too. 
And uh, you know what? It's funny that you're talking about this. Um, and I apologize if you're going to bring this up. But I, did you see the tweet from Paul Krugman? Or are we going to look at that? There was a there was a tweet from Paul Krugman complaining about Venmo and not being able to use it. That's funny. This is the same guy that said that uh, in 2005, I believe that the the fax machine was going to be more significant than the internet moving forwards or something like that. That's um, right. The, yeah. Um, and in yeah, no, no, Nobel winning economists uh, really aren't all that. Um, and actually, I don't believe the economics prize was one of the original ones. Uh, it is a shitcoin of the Nobel prizes. And not only that, but in 2015, okay, in 2015, he said that what is Bitcoin doing that we can already do now? And the irony of him being uh, having problems, right? Sending money with Venmo. It's the it's like, no, you see, that's what Bitcoin fixes. <laughs> it's like right there. You know, it's oh, gosh, it is just absolutely brutal. It really is. And, and these guys, man, they just do all these self owns. It's hilarious. Okay, guys, up next on Wrecked, uh, the price. No, wait, the fee exchange rate. No, wait, uh, yeah, the fee exchange rate. Okay, why is the fee exchange rate getting wrecked this week? Well, uh, I think there's kind of two factors, and I, I'm going to show you both of them. The first one, um, of course, um, it's the U.S. government dumping Bitcoin. Um, that's nice, isn't it? Um, um, the, well, actually, it is nice because it means that, that it's cheaper for us. It's a good thing, guys. It's not wrecked. It means you get more sats. Thank you, U.S. government. Thank you for selling your sats, you fucking retards. Now, uh, the other thing uh, that's been uh, tanking the price, um, Silicon Valley Bank. Why? Because, uh, oh, it's, it's, it's not good. It's really not good. So basically... Um, Silicon Valley Bank, just like uh, what were they called? Silverbank. Uh, they 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 bank all the sh all the shitcoiners, uh, and um, but they also bank for the startups, or do they? So, Peruvian Bull did a little dive into what what's on the balance sheet of of these guys blah 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 let's have a look so they've got supposedly it's going to be you know lots of lots of holdings for these for these startups right and equity of the startups right that's what you'd expect um for a silicon valley bank now let's have a little look duh, 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 duh. blah 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 boring boring let's get to the good bit okay here we go they hold what they've they mostly fixed income but I thought they're an investment bank investing in tech startups. One sec. Okay, so they're holding a ton of treasury Ooh. and MBS paper. So MBS, you guys remember the big short in 2008? MBS, mortgage-backed securities. This this Silicon Valley bank is holding treasury and MBS. And, oh, but they're going to get a lot of yield on it, right? Oh, no, they're getting 1.44%. So that's negative in real terms. Oh. Uh... Oh wait a second! How much? How much? How much? How much do they actually owe? Their liabilities are 195 billion, and they've got 2.3 billion in cash. Oh, and their customer deposits meant to be 173 billion, so their reserve ratio is 0 0.013. That's like 1.3 percent. Yeah, 1.3 percent reserves. Uh, hmm. Oh, so okay. They've, they've got 13 billion in cash and cash equivalents, but actually, uh, it's only 2. Three billion in interest-bearing cash, 
Um, like most banks, they call treasury securities cash equivalents, even though they're not yielding anything or maybe even negatively yielding. So basically, everyone's a fucking liar um, and they're all holding really shitty bonds. Um, Bunch of whores. Live and let die, I guess. Straight up. That is just I'm burned. brutal. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they lost like over, I think it was like 50% of their share price in a day. I, like, they were trading at like $700 last week or something like that, or two weeks ago. Yo, legit. I was watching uh, Fox Business this morning, dude. It is absolute train wreck. They're down 75%. Holy shit. I mean, and this, and, and like, you could see that, man. This was like in two candles, like two or three daily candles. Yeah. I mean, that is just absolutely brutal. And, but look, why is this? It's because they've got a bunch of shit. They've got $117 billion in MBS and bonds and all this related stuff. They've got $57 billion in residential MBS. So right now, when the housing market, we're all expecting, you know, next five years, maybe the housing market is not going to do too, too too well, um, and they're holding they're holding mortgage-backed securities, they're holding like the bonds of like a whole bunch of mortgages. So when the mortgages fail because oh, like inflation is horrible and rates are going up and people are losing their jobs or they're just you know not getting any more money um they're gonna not be able to pay their mortgages and then when their mortgages fail and mbs fail then these banks this bank fails uh, and it's layman yeah. two point layman 2.0 bro hey just put one in the head let them go bro let them go <laughs> this is what tiktok next glock <laughs> that's it man it's just like the, the thing is like when you got a lame horse <laughs> you know you do take him out back let him go uh, look i i mean do we think this is over because i don't get me wrong but that big that no big, no this is when the fun and games begins phil yes because this tells me now now we're gonna start to see the ripple effect no pun intended right because ripples are shit point, but we're gonna see the effect and now we're gonna find out all the smaller players that were pretending not to be involved and keeping silent now all of a sudden you're gonna start to hear from them so no, but phil to me what's exciting is it's not just about the th things get revealed more but it's also that the games intensify that yeah. actually you have you have companies or maybe even countries not playing ball and i have a prime example of this here um uh, uh, australia basically tried to rug pull china um because they sold them some diluted gold mm. that's quite serious um seeing as how um uh, australia is basically dependent on china as its primary trade partner because they export a shitload of minerals to china um like that they're gonna they're gonna get properly wrecked but finally guys the very final story on wrecked something um that i just had earlier oh what is this some old tweet about about some some special we had some guy reaches out hey i want to chat collabs with the bit council uh the bitcoin council of autism uh one of one of our uh related um bitcoin uh groups um and i i said he said how can i send a dm <clears throat> 
I said, well, we don't do shit coins, uh, so don't contact me. Um, and he actually reached out on a separate thing saying, oh, I, I see you hosted, you know, the Pleb Underground and you host Big Council and blah, 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 and whatever. I said, okay, so he says, no, no, no shit coin. Sent a single message. And I thought, yeah, right, let's let's have a look at this. I'll show you the screenshot. So the screenshot says, hey, Walton, saw your host hosting, blah, blah, blah. Love to chat collabs with a top 60 NFT project with 32,000 ETH traded volume releasing ALF with OpenSea and the Sandbox game. Guys, if you want to know more about OpenSea, go talk to Corey. I don't know anything about OpenSea. Now, Bro, what I said guy. is I said that, look, ETH is shitcoins, NFT is shitcoins. It's pretty funny that you thought that you, collab, you could collab with people who actually have integrity. I suggest you visit fuckshitcoins.com. You have much to learn. Guys, this was wrecked. No one will ever be more wrecked than shitcoiners trying to trying to trying yeah. to give us some money because i'll tell you go fuck yourself fuck off i don't want your money i have integrity hey. it's much more important to me go fuck yourself fuck shitcoins thank you guys 100. any final words keep that shit 100 baby 100 literally i have had dudes come to me with capital talking about they want to mine with me and i'm like okay that's cool Let's look, let's talk about that. And do you know what they want to do? They want to mine with shitcoin miners. And I'm like, bro, I don't care how much fucking money you have. If you want to mine anything but SHA-256 and Bitcoin main net chain, you ain't having it with me. I feel you, brother. Yeah. Keep that energy. Don't Absolutely. ever accept capital from a non-integral source. It's not worth it. You know what? It's bad. It's bad energy for the universe. Is how I see it. Like, I don't care what kind of, I don't know what your religious or spiritual beliefs are, but you should recognize that taking money from people who have bad intentions is not a good thing. Like, it's not that complicated. Like, I've lived hey. my life like this, and I've I, I got maybe you know not as far financially as some other people that haven't hey, but literally. i haven't corrupted my soul and that's worth fucking more so fuck you i don't yeah. care he who profits by it is just as guilty as he who commits the crime yep. so that's legit man hey man so you, clean you know to your point right you've got a whole bunch of these guys like the, you know the eth shills right like evan van mess and uh brainless i, I mean bankless and a couple of the other guys. Van Mess. Yeah, Van Mess, right? Like these guys. It's a dude, mess. They, they've, been, they've been shilling, they've been shilling ETH forever, okay? And now we've been telling, right? Obviously, like, look, the SEC can stop your centralized shitcoin, okay? It's a scam. We, we've got video evidence of Joe Lubin explaining how it's a security, how investors can maximize their profits. Like, this is completely uh, insane, right? And now, now these guys are sitting here crying, right? But hey, the whole time, the whole time though, they've been getting paid like close to like a half a million dollars, some of these people to shill this crap and other crap. Whereas Bitcoin content creators, and no, we're not salty about this. We're just pointing out the difference, okay? When you don't have these massive marketing machines and all of this funny money because you provide no value, it's a lot different. But Bro, it's we get to sleep at night, right? We get to sleep at night and we actually get to say that what we're telling people is truthful. And we are not explain we are not shilling an affinity scam. That's the big difference. You know? So Dude, it it, it is like shocking the how cheap 
these people are willing to sell their souls for. Absolutely shocking. Hey, Breedlove did it for like 50K, I think. Not even, right? BitCloud? Oh, my God. Remember? No. Scam Breedlove. Yeah. Experiment, man. Experiment. <laughs> You're talking about BitCloud, bro. Hey, that was uh, that was a social experiment, if he, you remember he said. It's, it's ironic, isn't it? That like a, 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 something called BitCloud, and it's he sold his reputation for clout, like for for clout or for digital i don't understand it anyway but like yeah it's very it's very special but this i think it highlights that there is there is desperation maybe increasing desperation and some people go to to bad extents because maybe they've had bad parenting and they don't have good people around them and all these things like society is crumbling you're going to see more of these behaviors us bitcoiners we need to we need to do better we need to lead by example yeah. literally some of these dudes ain't never had their dad teach them what's what and i mean like i didn't have a father growing up but when i hit the streets and i got my ass handed to me because i wasn't acting with integrity it didn't take long for me to step up to the plate and start being a fucking man and the thing is is i think that this fiat nanny state bullshit got a lot of these current supposedly men out there nowadays just soft up like they say in good times is uh creating weak men some of them need to go back out and uh, start over, maybe from the bottom. Very well said. Very well said. All right, guys, we are moving on over to the Hopium. The Hopium. The Hopium is brought to you by Crypto Cloaks. Check them out, CryptoCloaks.com. Also serving the European market. Check them out, CryptoCloaks.co.uk. Use the code pleb underground for five percent off five percent off awesome 3d printed goodies such as the 3d printed grenade that fits your open dime you can get the bigger one that fits a full-sized signing device walton signing device also you can help the space cats by buying a right the helmet space cat helmet ornament and part of the proceeds go to defendingbtc.com and of course we will see you all on the moon with the 3D printed astronaut. That is cryptocloaks.com. And don't forget to use code PLEB underground for 5% off. What's cool actually is that the defense, the, 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 if you buy the helmet, it doesn't just help Hodlenaut, it actually contributes to defending BTC, which is a campaign not to, just to protect people like Hodlenaut, uh, but also um, other Bitcoin people um, who speak the truth. Um, unfortunately, there are some nasty people running around the, the world um, spending a lot of money to try and punish people who speak the truth. Um, and, and, and so, yeah, that's why Defending BTC was, was formed um, to, to try and help um, the truth speakers in, in, a, in our community. Very well said. Very well said. Okay, we are going to move on over to, and it's great that we've got Hoddle Tarantula with us today because maybe he can help us make heads or tails of this hopium this came out this week jack dorsey's block announces mining development kit for novel bitcoin mining use cases all right let's dive into this a new project that would seemingly replicate the lightning development kit and bitcoin development kit projects providing developers access to bitcoin mining projects focused on integrating bitcoin mining into various 
novel use cases. The blog also describes how the company has started developing their own Bitcoin mining semiconductor chips. I think that's very, I think that's very bullish and we'll talk about that at the end. The intention behind the MDK or the mining development kit is to provide developers with a suite of tools to help unlock creativity and innovation in Bitcoin mining hardware. We see a significant opportunity to increase the accessibility and openness of Bitcoin mining hardware in order to accelerate innovation in the field. Okay. So look, well, I, I definitely think that this is bullish, but you know what? Hodl Tarantula, you're, you're much closer to the pulse of mining. What are your, what are your thoughts on this? Super duper bullish. You know why? Please. Because <laughs> if there's any way that plebs can get their hands on tools at the chip level where they can institute, uh, you know, what do we call variables in, in, uh, Get like adjust the parameters more finely. Yeah, hey, and the fact that they're working with PCBs and 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 and, and putting out chips like this, this game changing, man. Uh, because right now, we as plebs out here just rely on getting like equipment that is like failing or like kind of cheaper, like the S9, and then you've got to literally take that thing apart, reverse engineer the hashboard and figure out how you can kind of play with it if you want to use it for uh, to to increase efficiencies, uh, uh, apply it to like a heat capture scenario and in your own uh, setup. And this literally makes it to where instead of having to start at the reverse engineering phase of things, it just is it's a provided starting point for people like uh example coin heated and other uh plebs out there who have literally developed fish tanks into immersion units so, and things like that like there's guys out there trying to figure out how they can eliminate a power supply unit and do a direct bus bar at dc 12 volt or, or 17 volt or whatever and like they having to it takes a lot of uh research and um uh, like homework to be able to get to these points because basically there's no uh there's no how-to guides for any of this we are see, literally out here just blazing the trail you know and so see, can, I, can, I can i ask a couple of questions can i ask a couple of questions so that our listeners can understand a little bit more of the kind of the background my understanding of mining history is very limited but um i i think i am of uh the knowledge that um is it bitmain um or or what's minor or especially bitmain i believe um make it difficult for kind of adjustments to be made that it's kind of a sealed box type plug and play thing where you can't really tweak it and and, and do do things yourself they make it they actually make it difficult to do so you could argue apple or a bit like that in the kind of you know traditional computing world is whereas this is this a bit more like um um jack dorsey's going oh here's a raspberry pi and you can build your linux stuff on top of it sort of thing yeah that's what i'm that's pretty much what from what you guys read that's what i can surmise um and and like you said good analogy with the apple products they create a closed system that it's virtually impossible to penetrate unless you're a developer and you know how to get in access to the device and then 
you know, at that point, you you've voided all the warranties on it, and you're at at you know you're kind of help. It's helpless if you don't know what you're doing. Uh, yeah, uh, there are only a handful of firmwares and other things out there that these these ASICs can operate with, and and they are they come plug and play. Uh, there are no directions on how you can make any changes to them, and and if you do do that, you get no support from the manufacturer afterwards. It's it's literally you're on your own. And so what they're offering and how they're presenting this, that's game changing for plebs out there who like to create and build new things. I think that's amazing. Yeah, if there are more firmware platforms, that, that means that you can have theoretically, you know, less dependency uh, and more competition, right? Which is, which is Co a good correct. thing. Correct. Yeah, I mean, with, like, with, the, with firmware, you always have... You know, like Bitmain instituted a firmware that had a backdoor on it way back. And yeah. so yeah, there's there are reasons why guys fuck like your ASIC if you want see. to fuck. Bro, hey, straight up. Cause they'll do it. If if you're not aware, it's already been done. <laughs> so that's why like this is amazing. What what you got what this is gonna be and what the potential it has is is it's it's awesome. So so let me ask you this. Um does this would this mean that more people could develop chips? Like, would this, would this, like, I, I'm just trying to figure it out because I know it's a development chip, but I'm a, uh, sorry, so, a development kit, but I'm assuming it's a development kit against a specific, like, against a specific chipset. You know, like, I, they're building their own chipset as well. So I guess I, yeah. Right. So basically, okay, so the chip is set. Basically, I think from what it sounds like, you can order the chip already with what we call pick writing being mm -hmm. done to it. And so you can write, like you order this setup and the chips are already pick written and, and boarded and ready to go. I think what it is, is it's giving you the ability to pretty much it's open sourced, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. there's, there's, there's no closed back end from what it sounds like. And that gives you the ability to uh, have those chips work in conjunction with other things at the same time. Uh, so, like, an example is, like, so this is... Normally, you have application-specific integrated circuit board, which just says things only do one thing. Mm -hmm. It's going to do that, but, like, at the same time you could it, where normal firmwares are pretty much just like we're only going to mine bitcoin we're not going to do anything else and that's it well it sounds like with this you have the ability to develop firmwares and things that can you know in essence have the ability to do other things at the same time so do you I, mean so that then the miners could all switch off um not using the same electricity and do something else or something like that, like at a lower. Well, uh, no, not necessarily that, that the ASICs themselves would like be doing a different task because it wouldn't be an application specific device anymore. Uh, but I mean, the, the firmwares that can be developed for the parameters and what it can do and how how far you can take that in an automated way i think that there's more uh, ability for play there does that make sense like you could basically yeah. say that it's almost it, it sounds like it's going to be like brains 
but way more customizable. Yeah, programmable exactly. ASICs. Yeah. yeah, that's what it sounds like. And supposedly, also what I read, like one of their four tenets for this is that it has extensive support and documentation. Um, so the other piece, mm. I to, the other piece I just wanted to explain about this that I also think is is hopium and bullish is this, right? So we've got what's minor, we've got Bitmain, okay, um, we've got. Uh, I know that Intel is working on a chip and they are working on a miner. I know that Nvidia um, a couple of months ago has expressed their interest in entering in entering mining. Yeah. Really? Yep. Uh, so because, hey, man, their, their chipsets are some of the best chipsets in the world. Right now they're used for graphics, but it's not to say that it couldn't be yeah. used for something else. So, I mean, if these people, if these players come. So my point is, is that. So I have. Was, oh, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, I have concerns with the with uh, like, so a company like NVIDIA comes out and wants to, you know, their chips are great at what they do in the environment that they do them in. Will their chips be as great when you yeah. line up a hundred of them on one board and you yeah. subject that thing to temperatures that are, you know, That's <laughs> you right. know where they are. So that, that brings I'm, up a very I, good point. Yeah, I mean, like I'm, I would definitely be interested to see where that goes and what that's hitting for. But would I buy their first one? Hell no. Uh, Guys, I have one more one more further hopium um, story, actually. Hold on, hold on. Before you go into that story, um, I, just, I, just on, want, I just want to finish up here um, with Hoddle Tarantula was saying, first adopters will be punished severely. Okay? Like, that. that's just a tenet in, te in technical support. It's just Can it confirm, baby. All right? Like, that's how it works. And to your point, I would not be, well, I would not want to be the one touching version one of the NVIDIA no. But I, I'm sorry, Walton, continue. Yeah, so the final hopium story um, is about Bitcoiners coming together. All this talk about open source and chips has got me thinking about Mexican food. Now, me and T, we hosted, I think, the best pleb party uh, in Miami last year um, around the conference. Um, it was on the street. We had tacos. It was cheap uh you know we were not very sober um it, it was it was 50 plebs more just kept turning up we just got dude, these tables dude, outside yeah, bolted them together in the fucking street and it was it was a howler um i'm gonna be back in miami this year uh in may and um, we're gonna do this again t uh, and we're, <laughs> we're gonna get some tacos the police kevin said we needed a permit next year if we wanted to have so many people remember that's it so plebs plebs if you're out there if you like tacos if you want to come to uh the the pleb underground bitcoin council of autism taco fest uh pleb mania uh in miami uh then then reach out to me or t and uh we'll we'll keep you updated yeah we gotta do that again homie that was good money too many sweet not not when you say good money we didn't make anything yeah like there's no entry fee you just turn up yeah nope. like this is a in true fact, true pleb none of this like paying 500 dollars no for for like circle jerk steak or whatever it is like this is no just pleb, pleb food um yeah solid stuff bro, literally literally i walked over to the restaurant order i said bro we gonna keep this thing open late everybody walks in here gets a discount and uh I'll make sure it's worth your while. And man, we made it happen. It was good. See, that's beautiful. That's what it's all about right there.
And of course, Walton is making is, is forcing me to, to to go to to meet him in Miami. So that's what's happening by throwing this pleb party. So yeah, you don't have to go to the conference. Like, use the code pleb if you do have to. But like, if you if you don't want to go to the conference, you don't have to. Like, you like you just you can go and meet up with a bunch of plebs around the conference. You don't have to be in the conference. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like, and like that was the best thing. I met so many fucking plebs last year. I have to go back again. Um, I, I just put some transatlantic flights on the cheap. Uh, I need to get some connecting ones down. From, but I, yeah, we'll, we'll be there. I'm going to be there uh, in two months' time. Um, it's going to be fun. I can't wait to see you. I may or may not be there. We'll see. You're going to be there, Phil. You're going to be there. Even if T comes to pick you up. <laughs> All right. Bro, All right. I will come... Hey, you know my trucks are submersible. I'll come get you wherever you are. <laughs> that's what scares me. That's, that's what I'm afraid of. Yeah, it feels like we don't go off road. To... <laughs> I just stay in my lane, man. I'm good at that. I'm really good. No, uh, guys. Feel like you didn't yeah. know that my other trucks are submarine, and I yeah. go everywhere. I'm so not surprised. <laughs> guys, whether you're staying in your lane or making it rain, this was pleb underground. Phil, tell them where they can find us. Guys, if you want to check out our audio-only stuff, make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. If you want to stream us sats, check us out on Fountain.fm. You can stream us sats through Breeze. Hoddle Tarantula, how can people find you? Where can they find you? Oh, they can find me on Twitch or on Twitter. <laughs> er, no, sir. I'm about to be on Twitter. Twitter's painted side, but, you know. All right, awesome. I'll be on the beach. Sweet. All right, man. Thank you so much for joining us. We will put his contact details for Twitter in the show notes. Guys, this was our show. Walton, how do we wrap this up? Fuck shit coins. That's right, everyone. Fuck shit coins, baby. Take it easy, guys. Catch you next time. <laughs>